what's going on, my people? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys again this week. This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox. And I'm telling you, this is the perfect time to feel absolutely blessed with everything that you got going on around you. Your job, your family, your friends, your neighborhood, everything that you've been blessed with. This is the season to love it, to enjoy it, to embrace it. So we're going to kick this thing off right. So with no further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, so we're going to continue on down this road that we kind of started with success. And today we're going to dig into a really, really sensitive subject. So I'm kind of going to take the gloves off a little bit and let it be raw for a minute because honestly, this is one of the major aspects of success that so many people refuse to tackle. So for this episode, we're going to talk about the elephant in the room when it comes to success. And that elephant is endurance. See, one of the major things that separates the successful from the unsuccessful is their willingness to endure some of the most negative aspects of how they got to where they are. You see, there's too many people out there right now that want to be successful, that want to accomplish stuff, but they don't want to endure. They don't want to deal with the issues and the problems and the things that are going to come up on a day-to-day basis with anything that they're trying to be successful in. See, to be successful, you have to endure. Like, there's no other way to do it. And there's not going to always be sunshine and rainbows for you to enjoy. The climb to success is littered with all types of struggles, tribulations, setbacks, failures, mistakes that you make. All those things exist as you move forward towards whatever you're trying to be successful in. But the thing that makes this such a sensitive issue is because there are so many people who just refuse to endure. I like to listen to talk radio. And when I was driving to work on a regular basis doing a swing shift, I used to listen to NPR. I was going to work one day listening to NPR, and one of the guys that they had talking was a nutritionist. And he said that it is more likely that people will do something bad for them as opposed to doing something good for themselves if The thing that is good required work if it was hard. And I just finished having a conversation with my best friend and business partner. And we were discussing the fact that that reality exists everywhere. So many times people default to comfort without actually trying to push through whatever it is that they need to do to achieve their goal. We teach people all over the state of North Carolina different skills. One of the most sought-after answers that people come to us with questions about looking for is, how do I lose weight and how do I be fit? Well, the first thing we have to make sure people understand is that's two different things. You know, you can lose weight and still be out of shape. You can be in shape and still be big. So we have to cross that bridge first. But after we cross that bridge, we have to stress to people that whatever you decide to do, 
whether it's being fit or losing weight, is going to cause you to do some things that aren't going to be comfortable. I get up at five o'clock every morning, period, weekdays, weekend, and I run and I work out for at least 30 to 40 minutes. It is a actual grueling regimen, getting up early, forcing yourself to put yourself to the test and then push yourself to its limits. By the time I'm done, I'm half dead. And I do it every day, every day, pushing myself more and more each day. It is a struggle. There is a lot of suffering that is involved in that process. But I do it because I want to be successful in a number of different areas that deal with my body and my health and my internal ability to function. You see, one of the main reasons why we see so many people Come January the 1st, make New Year's resolutions, and then by the end of March, they've already fallen off, is because people can't endure. Not that they can't endure, but they won't. And that's an issue in itself, because you are built and designed to endure a lot. But the problem is, is that with enduring comes discomfort. And most people don't want to be uncomfortable. And that's one of the biggest reasons why people are not achieving the success that they want. See, we should be able to take a good look around ourselves right now. This is December 2021. We have been dealing with a COVID-19 pandemic crisis for what feels like forever right now. But one of the things that this crisis has caused is it has caused a lot of people, for whatever reasons, to not be employed. The federal government, along with other state agencies, funneled millions of dollars into citizens' pockets to help supplement the losses that many people felt and had to deal with throughout this whole pandemic. At this point in time, though, that money has all but dried up. People are not getting the additional funds that they were getting from unemployment. And see, there was a time when we were saying that that was the reason why people weren't working. Well, now that reason is pretty much gone in most of the country and people still are not going to work. We are dealing with a group of people in this world, in this nation, who do not want to suffer the strain, the stress, and the toll of doing even what it takes to get a paycheck. There is absolutely no reason why there are stores after stores after stores in every city you go to, because I see it everywhere I go, that are constantly soliciting for work. I'm talking $1,200 signing bonuses. I'm talking all kinds of extra incentives to benefits that they were not offering before, only to look at their staffing and realize we're still short because people are not working. You see, this even goes further than that. Because I am of no illusion, ladies and gentlemen, I am an African-American male, middle-aged for that matter, so I totally understand the imbalance of the economic structure of this country. I totally understand the plights and the slowdowns and the blockades and the prejudices and the preferences that African-Americans have to deal with inside of the workplace. I am also 
totally aware of the socioeconomic structures that are in place that cause all types of communities to go lacking, whether it be education, whether it be finances, whether it be all, all of those things I am not oblivious to. I totally understand them. But we have to stop using that as an excuse as to why we don't push to become better, why we don't push to achieve more. You see, you can almost oppress yourself if you allow yourself to fall victim to the idea that simply because the world has a structure that is totally against you, that you have no hope. So you concede. You see, someone who knows how to endure will look those economic structures in the face and will tell them, I will face anything you throw my way. I will endure the hardships, the pains, whatever it is that you want to do to stop me from achieving. I'm going to endure it and I'm going to push at the same time. I'm going to acknowledge what you're doing, but I'm not going to let that or you stop me from gaining what it is that I know I deserve. That is a successful mind frame, not one that is running around all day, all night, trying to find some way for the system to give them something. Ladies and gentlemen, the system doesn't care about you. The system cares about the system. So there are no gifts that you're going to get that don't come with consequences. So the best thing to do is to fight through whatever blockade is in front of you, achieve what it is that you need to achieve and endure the hardships and the pain. That is a winning mindset. That is a successful mindset, but it is impossible to teach a person how to endure anything if they don't know what endurance is. So the first thing we have to do is go to the dictionary. And I'm a big fan of Webster, so that's where I went. And I pulled the definition of endurance. And it says the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Then it goes on to say, especially the ability to sustain a prolonged stressful effort or activity. If there is no other more stressful or prolonged strenuous activity out there in the world, life itself would be pretty much that. Just living alone is something that you have to endure. But just by the general definition of endurance, you have to understand that this means to be successful, you're going to have to push through some things that aren't going to be comfortable, that you're not going to like. You're going to have to fight your way through some weeds and some shrubbery that people have put in your place, that situations have put in your place. I tell you now, not a day goes by that I, you, or anybody else who lives and breathes doesn't deal with some type of opposition. It happens. It's going to. It's life. You have to push through it. And you can't become engulfed in it simply because it shows its face. I'm almost out of my 30. I started working for the prison system in my 20s. During the time that I began and many of the years following, I have seen situations that most people listening to this podcast 
wouldn't even understand. I have witnessed and been a part of situation that had things gone differently, I would not have made it home that very same day. There's been many times when my life and the life of coworkers, people that I have grown to know and love, was put to the test. Given the opportunity that somebody wanted to take, clearly could have been the end of all of us. But we had to endure. I've had to endure. And inside of that endurance, on the other side of that endurance, came brighter day, came greater success, moves, climbs, the ability to go from one level to the next. That comes from endurance. That's not something that's handed to you. No matter what someone thinks about you, your situation, or your success level, if you endure, Time is the great equalizer. You fight through, you hold on, and you will get to the other side. There were many situations that we endured inside of the prison that I didn't know how they were going to end. I didn't know if at the end of this situation I was going to be hurt, maimed, killed, anything whatsoever. So ultimately, you have one option, push through to the end, endure, and see what the situation gives you. See what you're able to accomplish inside of the situation. Because a lot of times, people want to give up and give in. Do you know how easy it would have been for me so many times? So many times to just not deal with what was in front of me. Just back away. So many other people did it. I was sitting around watching people fold to the opportunities that were presented before them simply because they were hard. Do you know how easy it would have been for me to just say, you know what? This problem's too big. I can't handle this. Somebody else take it and then turn around and complain and gripe and moan about the fact that I was put into such a bad situation. Do you know how easy that would be? Do you know how easy it would be for me to not get up in the morning, not work out, not hit the gym, not go to work every day? You see, that's the mentality that causes people to be unsuccessful. I could create a million and one excuses as to why I don't push myself to the limit. And you can too. But when you do that, you stop your growth. You stop yourself from being able to achieve the success that you know you want. Don't be your biggest hurdle. You see, every single day, it never fails. Somewhere, somehow, I enter into a conversation with somebody who wants to tell me about all of these different great ideas that they have to achieve something. So many people want to come to me and ask me about different things. So many people want to talk about different ideas. So many people want to try to build an outline and get things going in the right direction. But the minute you sit back and watch these same individuals, they're not doing anything. They're coming up with excuse after excuse after excuse as to why they can't do this, why they can't do that, why they can't achieve this, why they can't buy that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you spend your whole life making excuses, you will spend your whole life going without. And at the end, you will have nothing but reasons why you didn't do what you knew you wanted to do. Stop making excuses. Endure the situation. If you want to be something special, 
In any walk of life, you've got to do what it takes to be something special. Do you think that these professional athletes don't endure hardship? I read a book one time. It's called The 10X Rule. Great book. The guy in the book was talking about one of the players that he actually does his physical therapy and work and training with. While all of this player's co-worker, teammates, were at the hotel prior to a game, doing everything that they could to relax, to get their minds set for the game. This guy was in the gym shooting, in the gym running drills, in the gym dribbling, getting himself prepared for the next day. He could have went and laid down. These are millionaires. He could have done anything he wanted to do. But what did he do? He decided to endure. He decided to spend half the night getting himself prepared for what he knew he had to do. Are you willing to do that? Because there are too many people saying, I want to be a millionaire. Well, guess what? That means that there are a million dollars attached to that number. Every single one of those dollars has to be achieved somehow. You gotta do something. You've gotta pave a path that's not gonna be easy to get to that goal. It's not gonna be handed to you. And let me tell you this, even if it is handed to you, you've gotta endure to keep it. Sustaining is just as important as achieving. So you have to endure no matter what. You've gotta understand that in success, struggle is coming. Trials are coming. There will be roadblocks. You can't just throw in the towel when you're tired. It doesn't work like that. No marathon runner who gets tired in the middle of the race decides that they're going to just stop and roll over and win the race. It doesn't happen because there's always somebody out there running. There's always somebody out there that's going to push just a little bit harder. There's always somebody out there that's willing to endure just a little more. Why can't that be you? You see, your real challenge in life is not being better than other people. Your real challenge in life is being better than the you you were yesterday. Every day you wake up, you should be striving to achieve whatever that goal is, whatever that success model is in your head, you should be striving to achieve that. So if you say your goal is to lose 20 pounds, that means every day you should be working towards losing that 20 pounds. You should never take a day off until you achieve that 20 pound loss. Never throw in the towel. Endurance is the foundation of longevity. Endurance teaches you to carry on the length that's needed for you to achieve. But now we've got to understand that issues arise in all walks of life. Everything that we do, every situation we have is going to have stressors. So we have to learn how to endure in all that we do, in everything that we take part in, in every part, every facet of who we are, we have to learn how to endure. So we need to break endurance down to the different factors of who we are as human beings. 
So we'll start with the three meta factors and then we'll move on to three more general facts. But first things first, of course, we need physical endurance. Ladies and gentlemen, let me make this clear. This body that we have, it gets old. I do not do now some of the things that I did in my 20s. I can't heal as fast as I did then. I don't run as fast as I did then. As a matter of fact, there's quite a few things that I am much, much, much less capable of doing than what I did when I was in my 20s. And that process only continues on because this body, this vessel ages. But that doesn't mean that we just roll over and let it do whatever it is that it does. You know, one of the worst things that I've ever heard people say, and I hear it a lot, when you tell them about a vice, a physical vice, something that they could easily discard if they were just willing to endure what it took to discard it. Well, you know, I got to die from something. What kind of statement is that? All that is is consent to the end. Of course you have to die from something, but why does it have to be something that you're perpetuating? Why in the world would you kill yourself faster? That makes no sense. When you could do so much more to sustain your health, your physical health, diet better, eat better. Well, I don't have enough money. What what do you mean you don't have enough money? If you've got less money, then that means you should eat less. I don't understand this idea that people just take their bodies so lightly. You do not have to have a beer gut. You don't have to have flabby arm, flabby legs. You don't have to have uh you don't have to have diabetes, high blood pressure, uh heart conditions, brain conditions. You don't have to have any of that stuff. Every single thing, every ailment in your body can be helped with physical fitness. Think about this. Let's say you have all of these conditions, and I'm going to name them all. High blood pressure. Let's say you have diabetes. Let's say you have some type of lung condition from smoking. Let's say you have a hurt leg. And let's say you have some type of migraine condition where you get headaches every now and then. Did you know that all of those conditions could be lessened, maybe not destroyed, but lessened with simply working out 15 to 20 minutes a day? And I don't mean some kind of little tiny workout where you just put on some clothes, go to the gym, look at the weights and go home. What I mean is pushing your heart and your lung to their limit just once a day. You don't have to be an hour in the gym. The biggest misconception about taking care of our body, well, let me rephrase that. One of the biggest misconceptions about taking care of our body is people believe that they've got to go to the gym for hours, okay? That's for people who love going to the gym. The average person does not need all of that to maintain a healthy body, but you need a healthy heart. And in order to have a healthy heart, you need to be doing some type of cardiovascular workout. That means walking, running, biking, climbing, something that is going to push your heart to go just a little bit further. Nobody's telling you to kill yourself, but you need to push yourself. And while you do that, you're going to work your lungs. Your limbs are going to feel better because you can move them more now because now blood's flowing 
throughout your limbs better than it ever was before because you're moving them. You have less headaches because you have less pressure on your brain. All of this stuff ties together. But so many times people want to make the excuse, I can't do this because. Then what are you doing to supplement that? If you can't do sit-ups because there's a reason physically that you just can't make that movement, that still doesn't stop you from doing other activities that are similar. If you can't run because you only have one leg, then of course, by all means, nobody expects you to jump on a treadmill, but there are still activities you can do to allow yourself to work your cardiovascular system. That is the necessity. Now, mental endurance. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest killer of people today is stress. Stress. Allowing your mind to destroy you internally. You have to learn how to endure. And one of the things that you need constantly to endure is a sound mind. You cannot let situations, circumstances, things that are going on around you cause you to fall, falter, or become ill. Stress can cause real tangible illnesses. People can cause real tangible illnesses. But also, you have to have the mental endurance to not allow a situation to change your behavior. You see, you see, one of the best books that I've ever read in my entire life is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. In this book, the author outlines two circles that you need to pay close attention to that'll help you with your mental endurance. The first circle is your circle of interest or your circle of concern. What that circle makes up is all of the different things that you are interested in. People, places, things, the news, politics, money, jobs, finances, all these different things that are your interest. It's a really, really big circle. However, the second circle is your circle of influence. That circle is a much smaller circle because that circle only pertains to what you can actually affect. You see, there's too many people that spend all their time in their circle of interest, thinking about this person, thinking about that person, worrying about that situation. This is a, you can't do it. You can't affect it. Why are you thinking about it? Why are you wasting brain cell on situations and circumstances and individuals that you can't do nothing about? But your circle of influence, the circle that you can actually affect, that's where your care and concern should be. That's where your actions should be. And they will ultimately affect, maybe not on a large scale, but they will ultimately affect your circle of interest. It is amazing how much stress you will be able to shave off of your life if you stop focusing so much energy and time on people, places, and things that you cannot change. There is no reason to worry about them. Why? If it's raining outside, what can you do about that? Do you have the power to change the weather? If it's 
cold, can you change it? See, that's where the core of mental endurance has to begin. It has to start right there. Am I really focusing on something that I can actually do something about? Or am I just wasting time? Or am I just wasting time thinking about things that I can't change? And the biggest killer in this area is sitting around worrying about people. Because I promise you, people can stress you out. Their behaviors, their decisions, who they're around, what they do. You can't do that. That will drive you crazy. Live your life. Focus on your circle of interest, but take action on your circle of influence. Now, we also need spiritual endurance. Now, I don't try to go too heavy into the spiritual side of things because I know that there are many people that listen to my podcast that have very different spiritual religious views. I am a Christian. I don't know what you are. I don't know what you believe. I don't know what you claim. I don't know what your faith-based practice is. But what I am going to tell you is this, and I'm telling you this from personal experience because I spent years inside of a destructive organization. Do not let anyone poison your spiritual integrity. Don't let any individual poison your faith-based structure. Because a lot of times people will use spirituality, religion, belief systems to manipulate you into doing, acting, and feeling the way that they want you to. Don't do it. There are a lot of charlatans out here in the world, and some of them have some very friendly faces, but you have to learn to endure your belief. If you believe what you believe, then until there is something sound presented to you that causes you to believe otherwise, you keep holding strong to what it is that you're on. Now, I know there's a lot of people that are going to try to convince you to do different things, and I don't do this podcast to try to convince anybody to do anything. I just give you the information and let you walk down the road yourself. But understand that I've made my choices for my reasons. I have no problem telling you what they are. But what I don't want you to do is fall victim to the ideologies of another individual simply because you feel like there's weight where you are. I told you everything is a struggle. You will never get the greatest things out of life if you are not willing to endure the harder parts of it. So no matter what you believe, no matter what you think you know, no matter what faith-based practice you are in, there are going to come times when you feel like whatever it is that you got going on, it's rough, it's tough. And the options are to just throw in the towel. Don't do it. Endure endure reach for the fruits of what it is that you believe don't let anybody poison your spirit though because there are people out there that will taint you and it will bring you down it will eat you up internally because you don't know what to think you don't know how to believe you don't know what train of thought now along with that though I encourage you to study because ultimately there are too many people out there right now who refuse to actually dig into what it is they say they believe in. They'd rather be so lazy to just listen to whatever it is that the person is telling them and never dig into what it is they believe. I think that is a very bad practice. So again, I'm not here to tell you which way to turn. But what I am going to say to you is don't allow somebody to use what you have internally 
to do what they want you to do, how they want you to do it. I've been there. I've experienced it. It is a horrible, horrible existence. Don't become that. So those are your three meta level things. But now let's talk about some that are more openly encompassing. You have got to have emotional endurance. You cannot allow your emotions to get the best of you. I work in an environment where self-injurious behavior is rampant. In an environment where stressors are high and emotional stability is all over the place. Do you know that just at my location alone, in the years that I have been working there, multiple officers have taken their own life. Multiple offenders have attempted to take their own life, hurt themselves, injure themselves, cut themselves, mutilate themselves, all because their emotional stability is all out of whack. And the one thing that they want to be able to control, the one thing that they want to be able to do something about is what they do. So in other words, they'll hurt themselves to feel like they're in control. I did this, not you, not anybody else, me. Sometimes the weight is too much. The emotions are too much and they kill themselves. I have witnessed the scenarios, the situations. I've been there to clean up the aftermath. I know it happened. You cannot be emotionally down. You have to have emotional endurance because there are things that are going to happen in your life that are really bad. And I don't say that to scare you. I say that because it's the truth. You are going to endure some emotional struggles, whether it's a loss of life or somebody you love, whether it's a, a heartbreak, whether it's a, a betrayal, whether it's a, a, a stab in the back, whether it's a lie, a cheat, a steal. It doesn't matter what it is. There are multiple things that are going to happen in your life that are going to tax your emotional endurance. You you have to maintain because if you don't endure those, you will fall. And not only will you fall, but you will damage yourself in ways that you never thought you could. I know people right now that I have talked to tons of times, their bodies are scarred up from having emotional breakdowns. And all of a sudden it feels better. It looks better to take a razor and cut themselves than to actually push through the emotional strain that they're dealing with at the time. I know people who have lost family members, parents, children, brothers, sisters, that the emotional strain is so deep that they just can't function properly anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to endure. Life was never designed for you to carry that kind of weight. It was never designed for you to be beat up in and out all over the place. You can't do that. You can't handle that type of strain. You're not built for it. So you have to be emotionally strong. And where you're not emotionally strong, you have to be able to emotionally endure, social endurance. Now, this one can be so tricky because for some reason, as human beings, our social interactions are all over the place. We've got family members, friends, associates, co-workers. We've got a whole gambit of different titles that we give to different people depending on where they are. Some of the people that you deal with 
every day don't like you. Some of the people that you deal with on a regular basis do not have your best interest in mind. You may work beside somebody who is the total opposite of what you are as far as a worker. You may work for somebody who doesn't seem to care whether you exist or not. And you may have somebody working for you. And you may have somebody working for you who seems to be at odds with every single thing that you do. You may have a friend who calls themselves your friend, but all the time they're constantly doing things to hurt you. You may have family members who seem to shun you or hate the fact that you even live and exist. All those things exist out there in the world. They may exist to somebody who's listening to this podcast right now. You have to endure. You have to endure. Now, of course, you have absolutely no obligation to spend large portions of your time with individuals who want to affect you negatively. So there's no reason for you to go above and beyond to make space for people who just don't want you around, who don't want to help you, don't want to affect anything about what you got going on. You don't have to indulge that. But sometimes there are situations where you can't get away. And see, one of the biggest issues that I see all the time on jobs is that because the job, because the people, because your boss, because the person that works beside you is not treating you the way you want to be treated, the way you feel like you should be treated, now all of a sudden you don't want to be there no more. You don't come to work. You're calling out. You don't want to deal with anybody. If I had a dollar for every time I got done wrong by a coworker, a supervisor, a manager, I'd be rich. You cannot sit there and base your success off of how people treat you because people have motivations. They have ambitions. Most of the people that you deal with, they have a focus as to what they are trying to accomplish. And nine times out of 10, you don't fit inside of that. So they're functioning around you and with you the best way that they know how. And some of them only know how to do negative things. And it's sad to say that sometimes the very people that are built like that with those snakish, negative, demeaning attributes are your supervisor. Sometimes some of the very people that have the worst abilities in dealing with individuals are the very people who have been obligated to run things. You could find yourself in that very same situation. Dealing with somebody who doesn't want to like you, who can't like you, who feels like you're a threat to them, who feels like you need to be out the way, who tries to always, you could very well be in that exact situation right now. You have to endure it. Now you can always leave, but are you going to run your whole life? You're going to go everywhere looking for somebody that's going to treat you right? That sounds good when it comes down to a, a personal relationship, but jobs all over the place have buttholes for bosses. You're going to have to endure it at some point in time. You're going to have to swallow your pride and push through. And eventually things will even out. And even if they don't, Time is the great equalizer. No one can run from it. No one can outrun it. I'm a firm believer that all things can be fixed in the right amount of time. I don't know what that time is. Could be a, anything. Could be a long time. Could be short. But I believe time is the great equalizer. And then finally, financial and economic endurance. You could have been born 10 years ago, 20 years ago, into the worst slum in the worst city that this country has to offer. 
You could have grown up poor, not a lot of money, having to walk out and scavenge for food every single day. You could have worn the same clothes for weeks at a time. Let me make this absolutely clear to you. None of that has to stop you from being successful financially and economically. You have to fight through. Whatever your circumstance is right now, look at it and step over it. If that means you have to go out and do manual labor every single day, then doggone it, do it. If that means that you've got to work 80 hours just so you can get the amount of money that equals out to 40 hours, then do it. But while you're doing it, make sound financial and economic decisions. Work your way out of the hole that you're in. Whether you were born into it, thrown into it, or whether you made mistakes and fell into it, you need to work your way out. Stop looking for pity. Stop looking for someone to give you some type of handout and just push your way through it. There are a million, me and my business partner were talking today. He is one of the most successful individuals I know in my entire life. And every day he is constantly working, pushing himself to achieve more at the more at the more. Me and him were talking today and he made it very clear. There is ton of information online right now for people to achieve financial success. It's just being given away. All you have to do is look for it and then be willing to do the things that the people are telling you to do. Too many times though, we've got a million people saying, oh, well, if I only had this, or if I only had this amount of money, I can't count how many success stories I've seen, whether it be Bill Gates, Elon Musk, uh, anybody that started in their own garage and now look at them. Now you can make up all kinds of excuses. You can say they did dirty dealings behind doors. and like, But how about this? How about try? How about that? How about that? How about instead of trying to make excuses as to why this person was so successful and you're not, how about just get out there and grind a little bit and see just what you can do? Who knows? Maybe you'll find out that they didn't do anything illegal. Maybe they just really did take all the right steps, endured the hardships and the pains, and got to where they're at. Do you think do you honestly think that Bill Gates never had the struggle? Do you honestly believe that any of the Waltons or do you honestly believe that any of the Waltons or Bloomberg or any of the individuals who we look at now as very successful, do you think that they never struggled? You don't think they ever dealt with a problem, a situation, an issue? I would imagine that a million dollars brings its own set of problems. I can only fathom what a billion dollars brings. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter how successful you are, you will find ultimate stumbling block, things in your way. I'm a Christian, and in our faith, we focus on Jesus Christ. To me, when you compare historical events, you would have to argue that Jesus Christ would have to have been the most successful person in the world. Look at the struggles he went through. For those of you that know the history of Gandhi and and know and know the backstory and know the backstory, look at the struggles he went through. Let's bring it home a little bit more. Those of you who have followed the civil rights movement and have looked at the movements of Martin Luther King 
and Malcolm X and all of these different individuals look at the struggles that they went through. Can you can you imagine what this country would be like if Martin Luther King would have said, you know what? This is too hard. I think I need to just, I think I need to just chill. Could you imagine that? For those of you that love America, like I love America, what if the founding fathers of this country would have gotten halfway here and said, you know what? Nah, we don't want to do this. Let's go back to England. Where would we be? Where would we be? For those of you that believe what I believe, imagine if God had created the earth and right before he created humans, he said, nah, I think this is enough. This is getting a little strenuous. And just stopped. You can't be that person. So in our recap, you've got to be physically fit. You've got to have endurance physically. That means pay attention to your diet. Work out a little bit. Get yourself moving. Get yourself ready to go physically. Worry about your heart and your lungs and your brain for that matter. Then you've got to be mentally endured. You've got to have endurance of the mind. Don't let things, situations wear you down. Fight through them. You've got to have endurance of the spirit. Hold strong to what you believe in, your faith. Push through. Things are going to look crazy. They're going to look shaky, but you have to know that on the other side, there is success. Have endurance of your emotion. Don't let the stress and the strain of whatever it is that you're going through pull you down. You can overcome it. You've got to have social endurance. Don't let people destroy how you think, how you feel, how you act. Don't let them have you running around like a chicken with your head cut off about to run into a brick wall. And finally, you've got to have financial and economic endurance. Situations could be bad. Some of them could be really bad, worse than you've ever seen in your life. That's when you've got to strap up your boots, buckle in, and ride this thing out. Make good decisions, push forward, and I promise you, there is light on the other side of the tunnel, no matter how dark it seems right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you today. I know it's a little long. Um, Understand that, you know, I missed you for about two to three weeks, so I guess this episode is going to make up for that time. Um, next week, hopefully after Christmas, because next week is Christmas, there probably won't be an episode, but the week after we're going to jump back into our interviews. I got two great panelists that are coming and they're going to be talking about a fire subject. So don't miss it. All right. I love you guys. Stay safe. Keep your head up and do it. Peace.